thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control, we are radio. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Greetings, citizen civs. You're tuned to the Guard Frequency. As all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 70. It was recorded on May 1st and made available for download on May 5th at GuardFrequency.com. I'm Tony. I'm Jeff. And I'm Lennon. What do we have this week, Lennon? Well, in this week's Squawk Box, we're skipping it. So that in CIG News, you can bring us everything from around the UEE. I'd love to let you know what topics we're going to cover, but right now it's a complete mystery. And finally, we chin into the feedback loop and let you join in on the conversation. We've added a new feature to our website, frequency.com, a Patreon campaign button. We've got a variety of rewards and backer levels, but essentially, if you know how Kickstarter works, you're most of the way there. Of course, we're happy to share our labor of love with you each week free of charge, but it's nice to get the occasional concrete reminder that folks out there in the verse love listening to the show as much as we love making it. We thank everybody who's already chipped in and hope you consider making a regular contribution. The more support we get, the better show we can make. All the wings reporting. Roger that, Millie Vanilli, Chili Willie. Earlier, when I was talking with Dillick before the show on our chat, our live chat stream, and he was asking me, how many holes am I going to buy? So I'm going to throw that out. I'll start off by throwing that out to you guys. How many holes did you guys purchase uh, this week with the announcement of the whole uh, lineup last week? It's a number greater than zero. Mm-hmm. But for fear of my credit card statement, I don't know how much detail I should actually go into. Uh, no, just kidding. I actually only purchased one. It was the whole B. The whole B. I was going to say, are you are you preserving your deniability? Is that what you're doing? You're just basically saying, that was not me. I did not do that. Uh, reverse those charges. Well, that was generally going to be the plan, but uh, I actually did something that, mm, I don't know, maybe you'll find it surprising or not. I actually melted the Mustang. <gasps> yeah, what? I know. I know. This is, this is a sad and tragic day for fans of the Space Pony everywhere. Not really. It's more that the whole series has to be purchased within that time frame. The Mustang is forever. So I just oh. melted it purely so I could afford the whole B. Oh, okay, okay. This is but a short-term tactical decision. It's a short-term economic decision. Uh, okay, all right. Well, okay, so so it's just, it's, this is merely a temporary a temporary setback for the Space Pony community, not a permanent disability. Uh, Correct. You inflicted upon them. Okay, okay, all right. Dang it. I was, I was really, I was really stretching there, Lennon. I was really actually, I was hoping there. Uh, but, all right, well, so, uh, Jeff, did you buy any uh, space trucks? Well... Um, a number greater than zero, but less than one. A number greater than, how did you buy a half, <laughs> how did you of, a buy half a space truck? I didn't, didn't, I wouldn't, no, no, ain't gonna happen. You're not buying a space truck, not at all. No, uh, no. Well, this is, uh, you're our only one. Hey, if Ellie doesn't no, call I... in, then you're only space trucker. Well, I'm, I'm cool with that. Someone's gonna fly the flag or, you know, haul the cargo. Now, uh, they had a, a post a day, which I thought was a pretty cool thing. They had a post every day devoted to each of the whole lineups. And it seems like the A and the B, they addressed a very serious, what I thought initially was an oversight in the entire whole series. And that oversight was they have these gigantic trucks to cart stuff throughout uh, interstellar space. How do you get the stuff down to the actual planets? And uh, their answer was the A and the B, is that those are going to be the, the short-range uh, local haul trucks that ferry stuff from orbit to planet side. So, Lennon, are you, uh, are you looking forward to doing the, the short-range hauling, the back-and-forth, uh, everyday FedEx delivery man stuff? Well, the other side of that is is that from A to E, the smaller ones are, are more maneuverable, and obviously the bigger ones are less maneuverable but can carry more cargo as a result. Mm. The other reason that I went for the B and not the C was that I kind of think it hits this sort of nice point of being able to not only do the little runs from the planet's surface up to the, the bigger ships that are in orbit, but it's got a large enough capacity that you can actually use it for a decent amount of travel between planets or systems or whatever it's going to be. Um, so I kind of got it as a small thing that it's going to be nimble enough to run around rather than something that's going to be just purely used for going from planet to space station or to orbit. But I'm, I am glad to see, like you said, that they put that in there because that was one thing that I was curious about is how the cargo got from planet side to orbit. Yeah. 
Yeah, apparently they're going to have extendable legs or something for the uh, landing gear so that the B and the A will be able to land with all of its car- with all their cargo spindles filled up. So that's interesting. Uh, now, now Jeff, uh, we've been playing some of the other space sim, the, the you know Star Citizen Light, uh, Elite Dangerous, and we have sort of we're sort of like into the cargo things now because that's where you try to earn your money in Elite. Uh, here's something that Jeff and I have been sort of discovering. It's hard to make a ton of space bucks with low volumes of stuff. So the B's volume versus the D's volume could make it life difficult in trading. Uh, if you're not, if unless you're hauling, you know, something extremely valuable, extremely high tech, which of course then makes you a ripe target for pirates. So you're going to have to have friends escort you. Do you have any friends, Lemon? No. <sighs> well, you're totally screwed then. All right. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, just monitoring the chat room, which is something I rarely get the chance to do on a show that's, you know, we usually do so heavily scripted. Uh, and apparently we have a Freedom One in the chat room tonight uh, who is hanging out with the Shiv in a Portland area Star Citizen group. So uh, have you guys looked in, in your local areas for anybody that's Star Citizen affiliated or interested or anything like that? Real world people that you might be able to actually... Well, I got my coworker interested, but he's kind of a wait and see kind of guy. I'm so close to the Canadian border that uh, I probably would have uh, more with Canadians than than people here in good old Bellingham, Washington. Ah, okay. So not a lot, not a lot of science fiction fans in Bellingham. They're more of the uh, organic. Um, I, I don't want to say this on here. <laughs> Hippie people. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's to be expected in the very high, you know, that's your, that's your latitude and longitude. That's, that's I think, to be expected. Lennon, have you, have you looked around for anybody in your, in the Bristol area? Yeah, I did post to the official RSI forums when there was a bit of a Bristol meetup going on. Unfortunately, I missed it by about two years. So we're, I'm sort of trying to kickstart another one. And it's there's a, a video game bar that's based like right in the center of Bristol so I've been chatting to the owners there to see if they'll let me sort of crash one night and try and drag a load of people possibly even do a broadcast from it there Um, but yeah I'm hoping to what about you what about your sort of neck of the woods because isn't it just full of prairie chickens Uh, mostly prairie chickens yes Uh, the population of Wichita is just over uh, half a million sort of in the metro area uh, and then the prairie chicken population, though endangered, outnumbers us all, and we are you know, we are in, we're in dire uh, straits uh, of being wiped out by the small bird. No, uh, we act, there's a bar here locally uh, that I have uh, that I've visited a couple times. They have tournaments and stuff like that. It's called uh, I think it's Headshots uh, with a Z because of course it's a gaming sort of a place. So I thought you know, I thought maybe I should go there and uh, uh, try to check something out or, or start an event like that. I'm jealous of Shiv because Shiv has. Uh, there's a bar up there, and he's kind of posted to Twitter a couple times, and he's hosted a couple of Star Citizen events. I think they're going to do one either weekly or bi-weekly. Mm. Uh, so Shiv is going to bring some guard frequency stickers and, and, and maybe the, uh, bring a copy of the live stream up there and play that for everybody while we're doing Star Citizen-y type things. I think it's more fun as the, the game gets closer to release, having these local groups. You know, MMOs and, and online games are somewhat solitary affairs, right? You, you, you're in your house and you sit down in front of your computer and put on headphones and block out your media environment and play the game. Well, I mean, it'd be more fun, I think, if, if there's some actual real-world connections out there. And I know there are groups meeting out there uh, right now, but I think it'd be kind of fun if, if everyone found a buddy. If everyone found a buddy in the real world to play Star Citizen with. I've, I've been trolling the chat room here tonight uh, for questions if anybody wanted anything. Sayodian says, I already know everything, Tony, dot, 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 about Star Citizen. Well, uh, Sayodian's in the room just above us, so I think we should drag him down and have a word with him. That's a good idea. We should. Bring him down. Hello, Sayodian. Hello. How's life? Let me turn off your live stream in just a minute. I was like, yes, uh, caller, if you could switch off the live stream, please. Thank you. <laughs> better. <laughs> it's like it's calling into a radio station and having your radio blurring in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to make everybody say long-time listener, first-time caller. I think yeah, we should. Well, this is uh, a first. This is a great idea. Well, so, we, we thought it was. We'll find out. We'll find out if it actually works. If we get letters, we, we won't ever do it again. Well, I have it on good authority. You might get a special guest tonight. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, well, I'll, I mean, I mean, wonderful. Yes. <laughs> so, so, sail... Yeah, you know your your regular uh, feature on our weekly feedback. You always write in with such good thoughts and stuff. So introduce yourself to the world. 
What are you doing? Uh, well, I'm uh, hanging out with a buddy tonight. He's playing Destiny while I'm uh, talking to you guys. Cool. And uh, live out in here in Virginia. And I used yes. to live. I used to live with Shiv, not with him, but in Oregon. <laughs> and uh, but no, I'm just. Uh, an old guy who, uh, not really a gamer, but once SE uh, came around, I realized my childhood dreams might just come true. So I jumped on yeah. board with a vengeance. Cool. And uh, you see, uh, we've appreciated a lot of your your, uh, your feedback and input, especially when you took pictures of the warthog a few weeks ago and, and tweeted that out to us. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's one of my faves, as, as it is for you guys. And uh, I had the privilege of once in a while seeing it around where I work, and it's, uh, it's always puts a soft spot in my heart. Cool, cool. All right. Well, you mentioned on the live stream or on the uh, on the chat room thing here, you've got uh, you have all knowledge of all things Star Citizen, so you don't <laughs> even have any questions. We will accept comments if you have if you have comments that you would like to bring forth uh, th- this fine evening. I've got one, if I may. I, n- I know that normally you know the guests are here to ask us questions, but I've got to ask you this one, especially when Jeff is paying attention. For the record, <laughs> how do we pronounce your name? Well. Geoff, I pronounce it uh, Seoldian. <laughs> well, even these two got it wrong then. <laughs> Seoldian, Seoldian. Tony does a pretty good job. He's a good interpreter. Oh, Sal. Can I call you Sal? Yeah. Um, Seo, Sal. Seo. Salee. Hey, Salee. So if you're on Twitter, Jeff, uh, you know that I go by Star Citizen Seo on Twitter. I don't think, Jeff, have you heard of the Twitter? Yeah. Have you heard of that, Jeff? We, 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 we would love to have you. We, you know, you're welcome. I think Jeff saw a dot matrix I, printer. I do actually. I have a twenty uh, Oki data twenty. Uh, yeah. I, anyway, did I call it or what? An Oki, Oki data <laughs> dot matrix printer. We all have antiques in our house. All right. Well, so, so so but back to Star Citizen type things. Tell tell us tell us uh, start SC Sao. Uh, you know, give us give us a comment on on one of the developments this week. You know, the whole round the verse, anything at all, anything. Give, I give honestly, I honestly am very very torn to uh, purchase a, a Hall C. Actually, I I, I actually <laughs> want to melt my Super Hornet for one, if you can believe that. No, 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 no. Now let yeah, him melt his Mustang. Crazy? That I can buy. You melting a Super Hornet? No. Yeah. No. Well, you know, I I got a Vanguard though, so I'm I'm really doing this mental gymnastics trying to justify buying a Hall C. At the expense of my Super Hornet. I don't know, though. What do you guys think? Uh, no. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, obviously, no. The answer is no. But, I mean, you can't fly the Vanguard yet. Well, here's here's my thinking real quick. I, I'm thinking the Vanguard, I want to be a scout. I want to t- kind of do the escort thing. I'm thinking the Vanguard has a good overall, you know, ability to it. And uh-huh. and I kind of, you know, I'm thinking if I don't want to do combat, I got the whole seat to hang back, drink coffee, and, and make some creds. Well, that's what your Connie's for. Man, I don't have a Connie though. See, I see. I don't have uh, a cargo uh, hall right now. Okay. So actually, I do have a Gion Scout, and and that's another one that's kind of on the chopping block right now. But I really am anxious to fly that thing. So I don't know what to do. I, I'm really yeah. torn. Yeah. No. You, you may have a point here. I mean, you have your Gion Scout. That's like your. That's like your take it out of the garage once a week uh, Sunday drive. You know. Right. You know, pick up the chicks type ride. Then you got your work a day hull C. Yeah. Uh, that might get might make you some money on a trade route here and there. And then the long range fighter for the Vanguard, but I, but I just you know until until the whole thing gets done, until the game gets done, or until we get closer to beta, are you, you're going to melt your your shooty shooty bang bang ride? Well, so so I know as much as you you love wreck, uh, you know I can earn oh. I can I can <laughs> earn wreck. There you to, go. To fly it to my heart's content. So yeah, you know, there I, there it is. I, it's yeah, it's that's a long term decision here. It's a long term decision, and, I, and I'm, yep, I'm really having a hard right. time with it. I'm, I'm losing sleep over it actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, try not to lose too much sleep over it. I mean, it is no, in beta, no. or it is in alpha. We're a long way yeah. from beta. All right, I'm exaggerating yeah. a little bit, but <laughs> well, but you did you raise well at least it piqued my interest on something is that Tony and and Lennon, I I don't know that Star Citizen is going to be like that other game that shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> I name it all the time. It's okay. Uh, okay, I'm kind anyway, of addicted I, to it. I hope they're. Really I hope they're not going to be uh, another. I mean, even early on, Elite was a uh, was a trading game. I mean, that's that's yeah. what you did. You you traded your way into Megalodon and became a a baron of the spaceways. I don't think SC is going to be that way. I think there's going to be plenty for us to do with that. We're not reduced to hauling trade runs back and forth between systems to earn the buck. 
yeah, I like Elite, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I am still struggling to find out how you can make space bucks without doing the sort of you know space trucker regime. I'm experimenting with some with some thoughts now, but the volume of space cash you can make uh, pales by comparison for everything. I hope Star Citizen fixes that. I hope uh, people like uh, Saldian can can scout out and explore and make money that way, or can run escort missions and make money that way. Um, and then kick back and drink some coffee and and, and fly a trade route. Uh, but I hope they I hope they spend some time with balancing on that, making sure that there's parity and earn rates for whatever type of career you want to pursue. Well, what else? What else, Sailing? The floor is yours. Well, uh, you know, it's an honor to uh, to speak with you guys. You know, I've enjoyed listening to you for the past year and uh, uh, appreciate what you guys do. And uh, but I do want to know one thing: when do I get to fight you in Arena Commander? Oh, anytime. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> well, I have you, you can guys... fight. Oh no, not Lennon anymore. Lennon melted his Mustang. Yeah, you don't have you don't have yeah, you have to face me in a Hornet now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so I have you guys on my uh, my contact list, but I never see you online. Not that I'm online very often, but oh, but, uh, I, I have I have not been on Star Citizen. I got on tonight uh, just before the show because I didn't have to do anything to prepare, so I had like some free time actually. I tried to get in and that's tried a first. To fly a couple. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but I tried to get in and fly a couple missions. I got the uh, kickback to lobby error. The first time mm. I tried to do a uh, cooperative vandal swarm, I've had that a lot this week. Actually, the yeah, yeah. the matchmaking still isn't good. Um, yeah, so uh, but I, I dig it into the second one, and it was me and one other guy in vandal cooperative vandal swarm. He disconnected around wave eight, uh, and I had no radar, so I was crashing into asteroids, and uh, you know, basically my my ass handed to me by uh, every vandal around. Uh, so did, didn't go well. Uh, did did not go well. There's we're in alpha here. We're into some bugs. Oh, absolutely. What did you guys think of the tutorial? Oh, I haven't even downloaded the PTU yet. There are bugs oh. in the release in the release thing. I'm yeah, not. I'm not, I'm not going near it. Thirty uh, is. Are they still doing thirty gig patches? Was the PTU a thirty gig patch again? No, they. Uh, whatever they did, I forgot. I read it, but I forgot what it was. But uh, went to a, I think Amazon. Much uh, smaller. Yeah. So it's much much smaller, much quicker. Um, I mean, there's still. I think there was ten patches to get the PTU, but it's much quicker. I may download the PTU then. All right, man. All right. Well, Just before awesome. we. Just before we let go of uh, Sayo, though, I do have a, a, another question. In your opinion, Sayo, where the f*** is the FPS module? <laughs> you know, I, I really am, am not an FPSer, and I know I'm going to get my butt handed to me anyway, so I am content to wait, like Jeff. Although I don't even know if Jeff can play that. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> in Jeff's camp on this one, so I'm taking a, a reserve position on that. So, but I feel I feel for you. I do feel for you. You know, I'm rooting <laughs> for all for you. those who have, are waiting in vain, exactly. crying yeah. out in the darkness. Yeah. I'm rooting yeah. for you guys. You know, I know, uh, <laughs> I know you want to, you know, get some good headshots in, and I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it's more like getting my head shot off. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's more of my speed. But all right, well, hey, so thanks for thanks for stopping by, hang out, and enjoy the rest of the evening, and thanks for coming in. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for what you do. Keep it up. All right, so Lennon, let's let's pick our next victim here. Freedom will be joining us here now. Hello, Freedom. How are you, sir? Going great. Man. Going Good. great. Why don't you tell everybody uh, who you are and where you're from? Ah, well, name is Freedom. Gaming name is Freedom. Live in Oregon. Been listening to you guys. Uh, well, I know about you guys a few months back. Been following Star Citizen since late 2013, and finally started backing it last year. Love your podcast. In fact, I'm a uh, I'm backing you on Patreon. So Thanks. So what was it that made you decide to take the plunge and actually back then from being somebody who was just keeping an eye on it to actually spending your money with CRG? Yeah, good question. I'm sure you guys know the video that Years 100 made. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what got me. I followed it by just reading some of the basic stuff on the Robert's website. But, you know, when I saw the way he put that together, I just said, wow, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be something. The, the thing that I'm scared of is, you know, we still got, what, a year, year and a half until mm-hmm. this is released. What I'm scared of is not only me, but a lot of other people. Sorry, my cell phone's going off in the background. The thing I'm worried about is, um, you know, we still have a long ways to wait. Um, some guy's been waiting, what, three, already two, three years. Yeah. And it's going to be so hard not to build it up so much in your head of expecting so much. It's going to be so hard not to get a, a little bit disappointed. You following me? 
Oh yeah, Maybe. expectation yeah. is. Oh, you know, I, I could tell you the great story of the uh, of of Jumpgate and Jumpgate Evolution. We played this game for nearly ten years, and they decided to come out and say, "Oh, we're going to rebuild Jumpgate into this new game called Jumpgate Evolution." Everybody got so so hyped for it, and then um, Codemaster Codemaster just dropped it like a hot potato, and away it went, gone forever. And uh, we were all yeah. No, I mean, and then I think the, the the big problem here is is uh, is it, it's the burn rate. I think is is essentially what you have to what you're kind of identifying here is that people have a lot of expectations when they first back the project, and then as the capabilities of the company that you invest all this faith and money in grow, they expand the project a little bit, and there's this danger point, right, where the expectations of their own abilities, their capacity exceeds the capacity of the community or their investors or their customers, whatever, to fund that capacity or, or those expectations, those internal expectations of what they think they can accomplish. I mean, it's, it's, it's just human nature to be optimistic, right? Creators, by their nature, have to be optimistic. Oh, I bet I can do this, or I think I can get this done. Um, and they're always, even if they're trying to be conservative, it turns out they're always just a little bit too optimistic. So I think you're identifying something that's a common problem in you know the video game industry and the defense industry. We talk about the F-35 a lot. You know, when you're doing something new and different and crazy and envelope pushing, you might tend to believe in yourself maybe a little bit more than you maybe you really should. I think that's where the community and your customer base, or if you're the defense department, uh, you know, taxpayer, you have to have them on the hook somehow to keep them engaged, keep them excited keep them funding you <laughs> keep keep the money rolling in with concept sales and whatnot so i'm hoping that's what sets star citizen apart from like jumpgate evolution is that the community is, is engaged they do continue to open their wallets they do continue to support the project as a as a vision and hopefully that can that's enough to drag them over the finish line does that soothe your soul freedom have i have i helped you there <laughs> yeah all you guys made great points I mean, the way they're working on this project, the way they're working on Star Citizen, I mean, it's just, I've never seen any game developer go to the extremes that they're going to. So I think that's going to be okay. They have raised the bar. And because they raised the bar, I think our expectations are greater. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a a victim of your own success kind of a thing. Exactly. They promised us so much, and every time they show us something new, we just all go, oh, wow, it's going to be so great, you know, and... It's, it's really hard not to build it up more than what it can be. Lennon, ask Freedom the question. In your estimation, Freedom, where the f*** is the first-person shooter module? <laughs> you know, man, every time you say that, you have a way of sneaking in when I least expect it, and no matter what I'm doing, <laughs> I, 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 I bust the gut every time. I even, prepped I, it, I even prepped you for it. I said, Lennon, ask the question. I'm sorry. As much of a softball as I could make it, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, he had already said it earlier in the show, so I wasn't. Oh, so uh, oh, okay, all right, okay. Well, well, but now, now it's been made clear to everybody else listening. If you're gonna, if you're gonna come on, you're gonna have to answer this question. So, freedom, give us your answer. Uh, it's coming between tomorrow and <laughs> December. <laughs> coming December. in 2015. <laughs> All right, Freedom. So give us a comment on something that happened this week in CIG. The, the whole series, the fiction that came out, around the verse, whatever. Tell, tell us your thoughts on something that came out this week. Uh, well, I'm pretty active on uh, Twitter, Freedom One, in case anybody wants to look at my tweets. Uh, it's Freedom with a PH and a number one at the end. And the whole series, yeah, that's been something the last week, hasn't it? Mm. I'm still trying to decide if I want to get one. I know we're probably running out of time. But... Uh, does everybody trying to decide whole B or C or D? Should I, you know, pay the big bucks and go for the E? Well, if you go for the D or E, you're going to have to have at least two or three escorts. Plus, it's going to cost quite a bit of money to fill those with yeah. freight. Working um, capital, yeah. Exactly. But then again, you know, to make money, you got to spend money yep. um, as far as freight hauling. So, yeah, the whole E has been a huge thing on uh, with uh, my org and, and Twitter and I think this time, though, I think I'm going to practice some um, reservations. Is that the right word? And not purchase. <laughs> a, little, a little restraint. A little restraint. A little self-discipline. Restraint. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nice. I'm going to practice some restraint and not purchase. Oh, oh, man. See, now that's bad news for CIG's bottom line. What were we just saying? What were we just saying just a second ago? 
opening <laughs> wallets is the is the key to getting this thing dragged across the finish line. Well, they'll have to do it without yours, but I think they'll probably well, make it because you know, a lot of they, people are buying. You know, Tony, they 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 could bring the upgrades back, like for the Connie. I, I'm ha- I'm waiting to spend money <laughs> to, to upgrade right. to my Phoenix. I that's mean, right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Once they get the whole cross chassis upgrade thing sort of standardized and make it a regular thing, there, I think there's a lot of way for them yeah. to crack the wallets. I mean, uh, yeah. they've got ships in there that we've only seen one time. They don't have to keep burning, you know, design time making up a new ship or something. It's just crazy. All right. Well, Freedom, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate you uh, taking time out of your night to join us and hang out in the chat room with the other guys and uh, stick around. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the opportunity to be on, guys. Uh, if I could just do a shout out to my org. Hey guys, over at uh, Burtscast and those guys with Ships Org, I just uh, became a member of their orgs. Great people over there at Burtscast. Uh, Hold on a org. second. Hold on. Those are the people that did the space pony fight with Lennon. That's why I'm keeping quiet and letting him continue. No, no, no. We're fixing this in post. No, this is all game cut. All of it. All of it cut. All of it cut. All, every single word. Wait, wait, Everything. Tony, okay. you, you don't edit. Oh, damn it. That's right. Well, but he has to. I'm like the. I'm like the boss, right? Aren't I the boss? Doesn't he have to well, do what I say? I don't know. The boss of what? Yeah, I was gonna say this is the guy. Yeah, I'm talking to the guy that makes me say Hitler every week now. Oh, damn it! I just yes! gave him another one. Got I just gave one. him another one. <laughs> Excellent. All well, right, guys. Thanks a lot for letting me do that and uh, for yeah. giving me a chance to talk to you. Yeah, love your show and uh, have a great weekend. You too, sir. You too. All right, are we going to make some more good radio while uh, we line up our next victim, Lennon? No, we're not, because actually I've just stolen Frank. Hello, Frank. Good evening, guys. Hey, Frank. How you doing? I'm fantastic. How about you? Doing well, doing well. Why don't you introduce yourself to the, the great big galaxy and uh, tell everybody who you are and where you're from. Awesome, I'm the Verster with Star Citizen 42 Blogcast, and I'm, it's my privilege tonight, boys and girls, to be interviewing the one and only Guardians of the Frequency, ladies and gentlemen. So, oh, Wait, no, know, no, 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 we're interviewing you. Did well, you no, not no, get no. the memo on this? <laughs> no, we all know you as those zany, rebellious pod racers in that Star Citizen galaxy. <laughs> pod racers? At, at, at pod, pod racers? Pod no, no, no! Shiv's the pod racer. He's got he's got the three uh, the three fifteen, and he likes to go super fast. The rest of us are, you know, Lennon Lennon uh, Lennon likes to ram people in a Mustang, and Jeff and I basically go really slow and shoot stuff. Oh, I do have a three fifty R. Oh, so you're a pod racer? Okay, Jeff's your pod racer. Jeff's your pod <laughs> racer, Frank. All right, no, no, I'm not familiar with this Jeff guy. I know there's a G off on on you guys' team, right? Yeah, G off. <laughs> Geoff, yes, yeah, yeah, G Geoff. He's friends with Sal- Saladin. You may you may know Saladin. He was on the show earlier. Did we? Oh, Frank, we got dead air again. Did we lose you, Frank? <laughs> oh, Frank, did we lose you? I swear, nope, I'm not hitting nope, you. Nope, I got it. I got it. Haven't have okay. issues with the outer <laughs> space back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, Frank. so, so anyway, so tell me, being Guardians of the Frequency, I mean, you guys had a major summer blockbuster, you know, several years ago, I think it was. And and now, you know, we've got Tony. I can't believe I'm even talking to you. I mean, you're always asking where the Avengers were, where the F the Avengers were. And now you've got a movie this weekend that just came out, Tony. What do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, uh, you know, the, we're hoping that the film's a, a, a great success. We're hoping that this call-in show uh, about the film uh, is also a great success. Um, we're hoping that uh, whatever parallel universe you occupy that uh, has you confused with, <laughs> confusing us with uh, the Avengers and the Age of Ultron, I hope that's a pleasant place to live and work. Uh, <laughs> I, I just uh, I think I may be onto something here. Um, yes. Sorry, what, what, what was your full name again? Just remind us. Oh, well, I'm the Verster with Star Citizen 42 broadcast. The Verster, you've maybe heard of me. Well, Frank, possibly. Frank, Frank Patterson is what I go by in real life when I'm not cruising around in my luxurious starships. So, Frank Verster Patterson. Yeah, Frank Verster Patterson. Initials FVP. Yeah, that's yes, right. Yes. Yeah. So, I can't thank you enough for all the time. Yeah, yeah, and as soon as we figure it out, he runs away. As soon as we figure it out, he runs away. And he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. He's disconnected. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thanks. Uh, a round of applause for our, our, our weekly troublemaker, First First Problems, uh, a.k.a. Ben Sanders. 
Now, I have to know, Lennon. I have to. I know, yes. Did he actually have some sort of like question or something to, to sneak by the call screening process, or did he? Or were you in on the joke from the very beginning? I I genuinely wasn't. Um, so I'm I'm pinning this one firmly on Shiv. He kept messaging me saying Frank really wants to come on. He's only got a few seconds. <laughs> Can you just like fit him in somewhere? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. We've got freedom on. We're having a nice chat with freedom. You know, we'll, we'll wrap it up and I'll get him on. Don't worry. He's like, no, no, no. He's got to go. And then as soon as uh, as soon as he came on, I, I said. I was like, so sorry, sorry, who's this Frank? Like, whilst mm-hmm. you you lot were talking to him, and then he went, he went, yeah. He said you might want to study it closely, and then spotted the initials. Ah, first verse. Yeah, oh. that's a <laughs> that is a thing. Unfortunately, so so we we got trolled on our own podcast. Well, I mean, and who we would have expected nothing less from first person problems. So well, well played, sir. Well played. Do we have any like legitimate people that want to come on and talk now? Or, we do. Or, 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 we do. We've okay. Well, to... let's let's bring on a legitimate guest now. We'll grab this one. I think this is Dilek. Hello, guys. Hello, hey, Dilek. Hey, Dilek. Another frequent flyer on the uh, guard frequency uh, comment boards and uh, um, and so on. Caller, well, caller, can you turn down the radio in the background so we don't get any feedback? <laughs> Thank you, caller. You're enjoying that, that is way too much, Jeff. What I did, sir. <laughs> did you hear that? He called you Sir Jeff. Well, not, not Sir Jeff. No, sorry, I've just elevated your status there. <laughs> so, uh, Dilek, tell, introduce yourself to everybody. Tell them uh, who you are and where you're from. Well, hi, everybody. I am Dilek. I am also Dilek in Star Citizen forums and everything else. I'm from Maryland, and I belong to the uh, Guard Frequency um, organization as a secondary, and I'm part of the Night Wardians as a primary. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I over-talked you when you said your primary org. What was that? Uh, Night Wardens. It's a security okay. uh, escort type of org. Well, I'm sure we'll get along famously once the Persistent Universe launches. I hope so. Okay, I have okay. my Cutlass Red ready for you guys. Oh, good. Excellent, excellent. Well, Dilek, so uh, uh, welcome aboard. Uh, did, did questions, comments, anything you'd like to, to discuss while you're here? Oh, what's your thoughts about the whole series? You haven't really addressed that small issue. Do you think CIG overstepped or on the niche? You know, because we have already so many cargo ships. Do you think a really dedicated one was necessary or...? Well, we'll start with Jeff because he's usually the one that complains about this sort of thing. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, I don't think they necessarily overstepped. I think we needed a big, a big, big hauler. I don't know that we needed so many classes, which I think they could have done with three instead of what five. Five. Um, but I think we needed, you know, the economy and the trillions of people that in the galaxy at, at, at this universe is going to generate is is going to need that kind of uh, class. I don't think they should have released it this soon. I think they could have worked on something else, maybe more mining ships or some other thing that we really desperately need. As Dilek said, we, we've got a bunch of good cargo haulers right now. Some people may agree with me, and some people will find issue with my words. <laughs> Lennon, being one of those people that may find issue with his words. Lennon. No, strangely, I'm actually going to agree with him. I think that, oh. yeah, I know, I think that there was definitely need for the hull E, uh, despite owning a B, I'm really still not entirely too sure whether A and B would fit in the sort of general play. I think those are the ones that really overlap what we've already got. And yeah, primarily I was geared up for the whole C, but when it got released, I just couldn't justify the cost of it for what I was actually going to be getting. And I think that the whole C is something that I'm probably going to work towards in the verse, which is obviously the other thing to always remember with these concept sales. They will be around to actually earn the ships you just won't be able to get the LTI on them and they will come up again for purchase but they'll be at the higher price so Dilek did you end up buying a hull? yes I have a hull D I didn't get the C because uh, it competed in terms of standard cargo units with the merchantman and the starfarer so I got one step up because my org is not that big. So if we're going to do a cargo run, then I cannot afford a huge operation that is move an E around. But we got the D. I got I got the D for operational use and maybe personal. Uh, however, <laughs> one common misconception I've been reading around on the forums is that uh, people think that, like in Elite, you actually have to invest to buy your cargo. When CIG has pointed out that really... Uh, yes, you can buy your cargo and you can cargo up your entire whole E, for example. But most likely, you're going to go to a certain place and you're going to get paid to pick up the cargo and deliver it to somewhere else within ah. a time frame. Ah. So, th- so this is a 
instead of, uh, I'm sorry if I'm going to get lawyery here for a second, but instead of title transferring to the courier, title will never actually leave the shipper, and title will pass from the shipper to the receiver upon uh, uh, arrival. Yeah, that's oh. why uh, insurance card was going to be very important if you're going to do that kind of job because if you lose the cargo of somebody else then <laughs> it's going to be on your head so Dillick, do you think that they over overreached with the whole series anything below the sea yes because we already had a lot of ships like uh they said on the forum on the uh, chat the aurora cl the freelancer max and the constellation towers were already there occupying the same spot as the a and b however the C, D, and E, I thought there were good additions. So we're all really all in agreement about, well, Tony hasn't hasn't submitted <laughs> yet. But, <laughs> Astute but, observation, uh, Jeff. <laughs> I'm about to bring the hammer down. Okay, bring the hammer down, Tony. Uh, actually, I'm going to disagree with every single one of you, and I'm going to go the opposite direction. Uh, um, of course you are. I, of course I am. Yeah. Here, here's the here's the thing. I'm all about the economics, right? I'm all about the the gears and the machinery that make people do what they do in the persistent universe, right? Getting those currencies right. The whole series addresses the very important question of why do you need or even have an interstellar empire? Well, the reason is because the people have some stuff over here that they would like to have on this planet way over here. We need to be able to secure that shipping lane. I mean, that's that's what empires are built on, right? The shipping lanes. Now we have the vehicle that's going to run those shipping lanes. Because that's so important, there actually needs to be a Robert Space Industry version of the E and the D and the C. As you guys have pointed out, they kind of have, those other manufacturers have versions of the A and the B already. We need RSI versions of the whole E and the whole D. I mean, just think of it in real life. There's Mack trucks. There's Volvo trucks, uh, uh, international trucks. I mean, there's a variety of different manufacturers that make these semi-trucks. There's a variety of shipyards throughout the world that build those massive supercarriers. It's a competitive, potentially very profitable business, and it's the backbone of that of the United Earth Empire. So I think they actually need another... This is one time when I think CIG does need to go to the drawing board and actually make another round of ships. I think they need to actually expand this part and give the universe even additional flavor. Well, how about this? How about they take the ships they already have on the pipeline that they're supposed to be making since 2013, a.k.a. the Starfair and the Banu Merchantmen, which are cargo ships, and right. actually finish them. <laughs> uh, even though they are not as big, they provide the same, uh, almost the similar cargo capacity of the whole sea. Right, but yeah. with the whole sea the, uh, versus the Banu Merchantmen, for example, one of the arguments that they're making is that the whole sea will be a lot more modular and a lot more configurable, whereas the Merchantman is just almost like a floating storefront. It's the size it is, and yeah. you've got to cope with that. Not to mention more affordable. The whole sea will be a lot cheaper. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. It will be a lot more affordable. I did have another point to make, but it's completely gone out of my head, so I'm just going to shut up. And, uh... I talk in a fact, lot, so if you have a point, you should make notes. I'm going to. I'm going to. My point yeah. is going to be, Dilek, in your estimation, where the f*** is the first-person shooter module? It's passing in some corner, but glitching all over the place, and that's why it hasn't <laughs> Okay, been right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Probably you're right. I, be- I bet that's where it's at right now. I remember they, they had to read write the entire back-end yeah. code, so that set them back for, what, a month? Once oh. again, Jeff's prediction. An- uh, Lennon, another achievement yep. sound here, please. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Dilek. Well, hey, it's been great having yeah. you on the show. Thanks for uh, writing in every week or you know, frequently as you do, and thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, no problem. It's, a ple- it's been a pleasure. All right, all right. Thanks a lot. Well, uh, oh, well, we've got our next guest lined up here. This is where we get told that we all, we screwed everything up and we're all fired. Please give a nice warm welcome to Elliot Tan, our executive producer. Hi, Elliot. You screwed everything up and you're all fired. <laughs> In that case, Good, I so you're taking here. over the show. Good. So we're out of wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I didn't mean that. You're all going on report. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Elliot, Elliot, tell us, tell us who you are and where you're from. Uh, my name's Elliot. Um, I'm from uh, from up north. Okay, Elliot. And 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 do you have a do you have a question or a comment about uh, about Star Citizen that you'd like to share with us? Where the f- is the module? You son of a. <laughs> <laughs> You stole his oh, line, man. No. You stole his line. You know, Freedom brought this up how we always interject it where he least expect. I did not expect anyone to ask me. So, kudos. Taking me completely by surprise. Well, now you got to come out. And this is where you think on your feet, Lennon. Show oh, everybody your broadcast yes. chops. 
Well, where do I think the first-person shooter module is? I think that it's actually going to be coming within the next three weeks. I reckon that next week we'll hear an announcement about when it's going to be released. They're kind of into doing that Apple thing of announcing that they're going to make an announcement to announce the thing that's coming, which is a little <laughs> bit meta after a while. But I think that we'll, we've got a good chance of seeing it before June. That soon. I'm impressed with your optimism. You know, actually, I think we will be able to test Lennon's prediction by how quickly we get 1.1.2 out to the live server. Because uh, I think that isn't. I think they've got some of the net code rewritten for 1.1.2. Some of the first fixes that they got are in that batch. If the PTU testing goes smoothly there, I think we'll be able to give a thumbs up or thumbs down to Lennon's prediction. Yep. I do just want to say one thing on 1.1.2, though. Two of my favorite bugs have come out of this patch, which is one... A character will occasionally spawn as a pair of eyes. And not to be outdone, two, characters will sometimes not have a head when viewed by other clients. Both excellent bugs. Those are fantastic bugs. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I have gotten in a couple times on a couple of multiplayers and some single player just to fool around with it. I have uh, experienced some pretty serious lag spikes and inabilities to generate matches. But it, when it's going smooth, man, is it good. I mean, oh, really, yeah. it, the polishes are definitely coming along. The flight model is getting to be just scary good, in my opinion, at least for my Super Hornet. It's feeling like it should feel. So I, I'm really impressed with how they're going with that, and I can't wait till they get the netcode stuff ironed out so that when I blow up a Vanduul fighter, my screen does not freeze for five seconds. Then the Vanduul fighter blows up, and then I uh, keep moving along with the, with the game. So I'm looking forward to when they can get all those issues ironed out. But man, am, it's uh, pretty. Am I the only one here with an Avenger? No. Yes. No. No. Who's got an Avenger? Me. I have I have an Avenger and a Gladius. Have you tried flying it recently? No. No. Dang. Is it good? I wish I knew. That's why I'm asking. Oh. I come <laughs> I come to the experts for this stuff. Oh no, the experts. Well, they're they're down the corridor next door on the left. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is the guard frequency. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> who you're looking for? <laughs> but, yeah, that's the verse cast. That's the those guys with ships. They have the ships, and they kick me and Jeff's ass. Uh, and Lennon crashed into us. So I think that on all counts, uh, those those may be the guys you're looking they for. They kicked your ass on my behalf. I think we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so Elliot, thanks for thanks for dropping by. Oh wait, we have you haven't commented on this week's uh, Star Citizen E types. Any any thoughts? Any opinions? I'm deeply deeply excited by it. As you know, I am a long haul space trucker, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. But it's all going to really hinge on on the economy. Um, because you can have you can have just a phenomenal trading ship, and if the economy isn't fully realized and fleshed out and interesting to participate in, then it's just you know one more run. Now, something that was brought up by our previous caller, Dillick, is that there'll be more of a consignment model available, so that you're not actually having to purchase the cargo you're shipping. Someone may just simply hire your vehicle, and the transporter, ship their, yeah, and ship their own cargo on that. Now, does that does that change the the specs for you a little bit? Does it change your expectations? Are you uh, kidding? It's simulated trucking. <laughs> Did you just wet yourself, Elliot? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I've, got, I've got my mesh hat and my t-shirt ready to go. There's even a mustard stain on it. Oh, cool. Do you, do you have the cooter shirt too with the snaps with oh, the, with the sleeves cut off? Oh, of good. Okay, all right. Yeah, you're set. Space yeah, trucker no, Elliot's ready to go. You know, I mean, there's a lot of attraction to being a, a merchant or a, a commodities broker or something like that. But I'm actually more interested in the idea of cornering the market on something and then hiring people to do those deliveries. That's the game I ultimately oh, want to oh, okay. playing. Oh, okay. So you want to be a space monopolist. Space yes. trucker is yes. merely a front. Yeah, it's it's just the way in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, th thank you for your, for your confession and the operating capital, Tony. <laughs> it's all about operating capital. <laughs> the advocacy will be here shortly uh, to read you your rights and place you in restraints. All right, very good. Uh, for, for your attempted monopolization of trade routes and uh, and constraint of trade. Thank you for your, for your taped confession. We got this on tape, don't we, Lennon? Absolutely. Excellent, excellent. We will not be <laughs> fixing this in post. And then the priority one empire shall be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Do you promise? No. Oh, oh damn it! This is like backwards <laughs> firing us. You got that on tape, Lennon? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elliot. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for popping in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you. Okay, buddy. What's on your mind? We're all friendly, so let's just be friendly. 
Some say he frequently spoils the beginnings of movies, and that he did it in the fourth ending of the Clue movie. But all we know is he's called the Shiv, and he helped put together this week's feedback. Leprechaun replied on the RSRI forum post to say, I would just like to mention that unmanned doesn't mean that the planes won't be piloted, such as the Global Hawk. It could mean that the pilot is just not on their aircraft, like the Predator and the Reaper. As an aside or a response to that, the like I said, the Navy version of it is program it, let it go. Air Force version is typically guy in a trailer actually with a joystick. So uh, the, the Navy version of unmanned is pretty much unmanned. Leprechaun goes on to say, Personally, I don't see how having a fighter unmanned would work very well. You need to put a ground crew very close to the area that's being contested, and it would limit how much of an area that could be covered. So basically, you need to be in line of sight. If you're going to try beyond line of sight communication, the delay between the pilot and aircraft would mean the aircraft could be shot down easily, since the pilot would basically be watching the fight happen on a delay. Eh, I'm sure smart people will figure it out. And that's a good point, too. I mean, there's a big difference between a dogfight at 9 Gs and at 500 knots uh, to a propeller-driven Predator drone flying straight and level and dropping a bomb on somebody, you know, 15,000 feet below. There's a, there's a twitch factor there. Well, most of it's satellite communications anyway, so line of sight is kind of relative. There's very little lag these days between the, the military satellite systems. But like you said, I'm sure the smart people will figure it out eventually. In general show feedback, SplicePoint says, keep up the good work, gentlemen. Now Newboy says, wonderful show, everyone. Your wingman is so stupid when the captain told him to secure the cargo... He hired a bouncer with a VIP rope. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> and from Twitter, Tyrannian Knights says, in response to the hull announcement, I think that having external cargo is a huge liability. Yeah, but I was I was thinking about that, but I mean, have you I mean, have you guys seen pictures of the super tankers? I mean, all those cargo yeah. uh, carriers are sitting on on top of the deck. When you see trains go by, they're stacked too high on the flatbed cars, trucks. 53-foot-long semi-trailers. They're just sitting out there. I think this is actually maybe a bit more realistic than the olden days where you actually had to load everything inside a ship, like the tall ships, like wooden sailing ships. You'd have to, you know, batten down the hatches and secure the hold. I think this is, you know, maybe more realistic. Um, I think that this does miss two things, though. One, external cargo would probably be better for not damaging a cargo because pirates won't shoot the cargo. I mean, ultimately, what sort of pirate goes and destroys the thing that they're trying to get hold of? Right. Admittedly, if it's a griefer, different ballgame entirely. But secondly, I don't think there's actually much in it, looking at all the concept art, between the thickness of the armour on a store rule box and the thickness of the armour on my freelancer. And my freelancer doesn't have external cargo. So mm. considering as well that you've got the shields which are going to be taking care of that, I really don't think that there, there's not such a thing as external cargo. It's you're swapping the body of your ship out to a different configuration. Yeah, I mean, and, and I believe I saw in one of the posts also that you can, and, and this has been a thing for a long time, there'll be different qualities of storage box too. So, you know, you might want to get, if you're going to be traveling somewhere rough or carrying high value fragile cargo, you'll want to invest in the secured, trackable, armored, heavy-duty box that still is the same size exterior-wise, you know, so it'll fit the standardized uh, uh, fittings, but it's, you know, much a much higher rated storage compartment. But if you're doing a quick haul in secured space for bulk grain, you can get away with the unsecured, non-trackable, thin-hulled box. No new patrons this week, but Peter adjusted his pledge to make the total episodic pledge an even $40. And this week's winner of Guard Frequency Swag, courtesy of Random.org, is Oblivious! Yay! Stickers will be released soon. So how was the show? Was it off the hook, or are the lines busy, and should we try our call again later? Either way, let us know. Here are some ways you can get in touch with us. Check out our forum post at forums.robertspaceindustries.com. You can leave a comment on this episode's show notes at guardfrequency.com. You can also subscribe to us at feeds.guardfrequency.com or just find us on iTunes. You can hit us up on Twitter at GuardFreak or leave a comment and like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash GuardFreak. And if you're old school like us, shoot us an email to squawk at guardfrequency.com. Your feedback's an important part of what we do, so take a minute. Tell us what's on your mind. And that brings us to the end of episode 70 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 71 on May 12th, so be sure to keep an eye out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com or the official Robert Space Industries fan site subforum. Please send us your feedback about the show. Aside from all the ways we just ran down, you can also use the contact form on our website. And all the details for all the ways that you can get in touch with us can be found in the show notes. Do you like what we do? 
Do you want to come and help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? If so, just send a note to squawk at guardfrequency.com. And if you just can't get enough spaceship podcasting, then why not check out our sister production, Priority One? They cover Star Trek Online and the greatest Star Trek universe. Just head on over to PriorityOnePodcast.com. Are you looking for a friendly wingman or two? Check out our organization, Guard Frequency Response, at the official RSI website, robertspaceindustries.com forward slash orgs forward slash guardfreak. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should join us live over at guardfrequency.com forward slash live. We start recording around 8.30 p.m. Central, and that's Sundays at 2.30 a.m. GMT. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Simon Trollton Edwards, our assistant audio engineer, Michael Duncan, and all of our callers tonight. Thanks for your time and energy and enthusiasm. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit ronaldjenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Squawk seven seven zero zero. Stay on the guard. Eyeballs and uh, headless characters. Those are excellent bugs. So, uh, have, have any of you guys have been able to jump in and actually uh, play a little bit? Jeez, uh, there's so many doors going on in my background. This is a live show, everybody, and, and my house is full of living people, and none of them go to sleep before 10 o'clock. <laughs> full of living people, but view. not for long. Have you tried <laughs> drugging them? I uh, No, not since they were very small. I mean, oh, no. Uh, wait, what? What? Sorry, are we, are we still live? Was that, did that go out? That's, we'll fix that in post. We'll fix okay. it in post. That was right, appropriate good. parenting techniques in my childhood. <laughs> yeah, but it's playing so a, much. Yeah, bottle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Grandmother used uh, to work, keep brandy. It works for crankiness and teething. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why this milk is so good all of a sudden, but I just love it. <laughs> well, you know, at decades of therapy later, here we are doing a podcast every Friday night. <laughs> okay, right. good. I, I was never uh, breastfed. I was raised on scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I was barrel fed. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, folks, you want to learn how to get into podcasting? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Copious this, amounts this, of alcohol. That's that's right. This this segment right here is explaining to many of our listeners why exactly the, <laughs> we are the way we are in all in all many in many dimensions. So.